But we have had a, a couple other breakthroughs. If you guys remember Dr. Boros from last week, he had, I think, one or two reports down in, uh, in Florida of some breakthroughs. And again, it's not unexpected given the, uh, the short incubation period. So as a result, we are, uh, given this variant, and I didn't even get into the Lambda variant because what we're hearing about the Lambda, it's also highly transmissible uh, with higher viral loads. And so um, we think for precaution, uh, that we, our best approach is that we actually think you should do it twice a week now. So like, if you're going to be on the chronic prevention protocol, uh, maybe like a Monday and a Thursday, uh, so twice a week to keep the tissue concentrations and blood concentrations uh, high enough to protect you um, against these new, uh, more uh, rapidly transmissible variants. Um, and again, this is empiric. We don't have data on this. This is our clinical judgment. This is our rationale. Uh, again, it's a safe drug. Uh, we believe that the, the benefits far outweigh the risks of doing this. And, and, you know, if we have to revisit this and try a different regimen or a higher dose, uh, we will. But for now, we're going to advocate uh, twice a week. Um, another thing that we're doing, and that's also uh, similar to Dr. Hector Carvalho, who's kind of the expert. Uh, he did the big trials down in Argentina. We spoke with him this week. And he had already made some changes to his protocol in that he had increased the doses for post-exposure prophylaxis, right? So if you have someone in the household who gets sick, um, the household members, or if you've been exposed to someone with COVID, you might you should take a higher dose. We increased that to 0.4 milligrams per kilogram. So that's our prevention. Uh, we're also, for those who like aren't on ivermectin chronically, uh, probably a good practice to start right now is to gargle mouthwash. This has been shown uh, in a number of studies to prevent uh, not only severe illness, but to contract the illness. And so um, any mouthwash that has cetylpyridinium chloride, uh, there's a few on the market here in the U.S. Listerine with essential oils is also considered vericidal. Um, or you could use a povidone iodine 1% solution that you'd have to make. But any of these gargles um, should also mitigate or limit uh, your chance of getting sick. Um, so those are the changes we're going to make to the prevention uh, protocols. And then outpatient, um, because of these higher viral loads, we, we've already been kind of moving towards higher doses just clinically. I've been starting higher and higher. Now we're just saying, you know, the lowest you should start is 0.4. And if you have someone who's like, you know, you get to them as a, if I'm talking to physicians now, you know, or providers, if you get someone who's day five or really not doing well, or has a lot of comorbidities, you might want to just start at the higher dose. And I, I've talked to a couple experts around the world lately, and I'll talk about one that I talked to today. Um, and they start, they just start everyone at 0 0.6. Um, and so anyway, we're moving the doses uh, for the early outpatient treatment a little bit higher. And then uh, also, as an adjunct, uh, if you are sick, again, to decrease viral load, get rid of that viral burden, um, use vericidal mouthwashes and also nasal irrigation. And so if you look here, you can get very common in the pharmacies, you can get 10% povidone iodine. You have to dilute it to get down to 1%. Um, we have little instructions there. So make it a little bit more dilute and then you can irrigate the nose with it. 